0: The best is. Podcast. We are back for another week, and to my right, my right-hand man, Declan, is here, and the revolving chair is Eddie. Eddie, tell them about your podcast.
1: What is up, guys? My name is Eddie. I'm the host of the Film Philosophers Podcast, a movie podcast here in uh, Sacramento, based local and proud. Uh, we talk about movies. We do reviews. We do conversations. Um, yeah, and uh, I've known you for a good minute now. Um, probably... So. probably
0: close seven eight years maybe because i opened eight years and you came in pretty close to the beginning yeah
1: i so i started coming to your shop when i had started a job on that side of town mm. and i needed something to do because they would give us a full hour break a uh, lunch break That's So right and I would, would
0: just come and sit around yeah. and we would just talk the whole time yeah and so thank it's, it's god it. it's been since yeah, the yeah, old store yeah, you could tell how nice the old store was. It was really it nice. It was cool. I it mean, he had his little alcove for the
1: video games, and uh, your kid was running around half naked. And uh, we had we had this this drink machine, this uh, refrigerator up on, it the, was on the better
0: shelf. better presented. Yeah. Now, thank you, COVID. We got smoothed into <laughs> uh, smooth in, moved smoothed. into smooth into a smaller spot, but it's fine because that's what made us decide to do the studio thing. Exactly. And yeah. it all works out. Uh, it's crappy times right now. All the stores yep. are having a hard times, so. Yeah, we've with our hard that times already. I'm able to do this in the meantime so I'm happy with that um but yeah I'm super excited I've been trying to get Eddie on for a while it's just everybody's busy um now with the Revolving Chair I was like cool I could bug Eddie again and then <laughs> yeah. Eddie if you guys ever check out New Rock Stars, Eddie's all, I mean to our 14 watchers <laughs> uh Eddie's um it's mainly friends and family so it's fine hey it's like- um eddie has been making appearances on them and i just the first time i saw because i watched them quite a bit i was like you yeah. son of a bitch <laughs> i was like is that you on fucking new rock stars right now you're like yep. yep um so that's a super cool connection i don't yeah. know whose wiener you're touching or what but that's probably all of them but uh them.
1: it's it's been a really great adventure with this and uh to be quite frank there's some other big things moving hopefully soon and you're pregnant Yes, six <laughs> months, and uh, it's a turd. Congratulations! Um, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to name it Tim. Um, <laughs> Timmy I, the turd. Timmy the turd. <laughs> I have been with them. I've been with New Rockstars for about two years now, helping them out, doing stuff, and then getting opportunities to be on their show, for Rogue Theory, um, getting connected with their producers and so forth. And uh, I actually just had a really big meeting with them not
0: too long ago. How's all the experiences with them because you're you're dealing with a you're dealing with a uh, a really well known basically youtube show kind of podcast vibe when they do the rogue theories and yeah. stuff how is it like dealing with that because for me it'd be almost so nerve-wracking because it's not like hey eddie can you come on our show and you're like sure with them it's kind of like oh my god this is because they they have you look at their views their views are nuts you oh know? yeah
1: they, they got they got immense amount of views and, and their talents are, are pretty well known nationwide now i mean eric right, boss right. is is doing like uh, Eric Voss who's kind of the face of the company everybody
0: hates Eric Voss in a in a good way because you cannot go anywhere without uh, comic movie news without seeing that guy Eric Voss here so I think everyone hates him in a great way because everyone's like I could do that he's there no not not even that it's just whenever you want to learn something yeah Here's that guy that pops up.
1: Well, I mean, and that's even that mindset's even all the way to like Good Morning America, who's called him out and asked him to come and explain certain Marvel films and stuff like that. And it's like, hey, that's that's and and the great thing about Eric is Eric will tell you he's he's a super humble, super like he seems like a chill dude. Oh, but but like I told you
0: before, I could tell he has to turn it up notches. Oh, absolutely. Because you gotta you gotta like before this, I'm like I'm so tired. You gotta be a little bit of oh yeah umph for people to pay attention and listen to you. You gotta. Raise your voice to be heard, basically. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and
1: and then the dynamic of how we work. I mean, a, a lot of it is like really. Uh, family style now, like everybody knows each other. So when we get the call up, we're like, "Hey, uh, are you available for this? Let's go ahead and shoot. We're going to shoot this day at this time." Like, okay, cool. You show up, I was like, "Hey," kind of like when coming into Cheers, like everybody knows your name. So like, hey, that was Brandon, hey, so. there you go. Cheers, Cheers. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Dave used to always call it Cheers because everyone knew everyone that walked mm-hmm. in. I was very proud of that. I was very proud of. The community all knowing each other that was something to be especially like a big big store because we were big back then huge where a lot of people came in. Yeah, I like that a lot. But yeah, with um them though, like I said, was it like was it nerve wracking when you first started getting into it? Because like I said, yeah. they're, they're they're kind of big in my yeah. Eyes, I mean, huge.
1: T- to be honest, I didn't know at first the full scope of how big their reach was until I did like the first video or first two videos, and I was looking at the views, and I'm like, damn, like these were easily hitting six hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand views. Yeah and uh and and it and it helped my show as well so I, I gotta be i got to be able to promote my show on that level of uh, of infamy but it, it was nerve-wracking at the first couple of times because you're looking at these people who are portrayed as you know the all-knowing kind of ching of marvel news and nerddom and everything and throwing out ideas you you feel like you're throwing it out with the with the best of them and as I've come to grow with a lot of them, like I've learned on the back end of things, like the behind the scenes, there's a lot of cuts. There's a lot of like pauses, like hey, let's edit this out because everybody's just trying to fill out their own knowledge and, and really see how it pertains to the
0: conversation we right. have at hand. And so. my and my thing is, what I me personally, what I'd be thinking is how. Well, I want to know what you're going to tell me. How are they on cursing? How are they on you giving your ideas? How are they on you? Uh, you know. You know a lot of stuff. Yeah. So how long do they let you ramble before they're like, A, or do you know your boundaries already? And then do you know your boundaries as far as like what you could say and not say?
1: Yeah, I think a lot of it has come from podcasting itself. I've been podcasting for about seven years now. So knowing how to create that communication and space and knowing when to when i'm seeing someone who's about to kind of carry into the conversation um it's just a lot of like decorum that you already learn in this kind of aspect so there hasn't ever really been like this large conversation of hey when you're doing this make sure you don't ramble on for about 30 minutes and then you know we lose it's it's just we're all professionals in our in that field and it's more of just like a mutual respect like okay i'm gonna talk i'll let you go and try I try not to talk over. A lot people. of
0: times I would notice when he when you guys do like rogue theory, a lot of a lot of people, not you, a lot of other people I've seen on there will sit back and wait till they're called on. But there's so many times someone's talking about something, I'm like, "Damn, I'd want to jump in right there. Like, yeah. I got I got a point on that, you know, or co-sign what they're saying or yeah. you know whatever." So, I just feel like I can see two different vibes. I see some people that are ready to go and some people yeah. are just like I'm gonna wait till they ask me stuff yeah, or whatever. It,
1: a lot of it depends on like the the excitement and the and the, you know, bubbliness of the people right before we go on the show. We're talking and we right before everything goes live, we're like, Hey, you know, I'm really excited to talk about this or hey, I really got some great theories. Okay, well we'll make sure we'll throw the ball to you right away or you know, you get God a God
0: damn, so many theories are so off. There's times <laughs> where I'm like, Nope no people are saying things I'm like that's not going to happen and some people are on the money but I mean yeah. for the most part it, it it is what it is but yeah and uh, a
1: lot of times when I'm like when I'm on I don't know if you ever noticed most of the time
0: oh I'm waiting for you to talk the whole time I'm always like come on Eddie get in there
1: <laughs> well most of the time if it's a conversation that I, I can contribute to pretty well I'm usually the first one to jump in there because even like I said with the, with the wonderful world of editing and all that mm-hmm. it makes it seem like oh someone right away but like sometimes there's space there's time and we're like trying to think Um, but at most times I really try to kind of get the ball rolling when I'm I
0: would think Eric would do like what I do when I could tell we're getting like quiet I try to even if it's (laughs) um for a second Mm -hmm. like I'm like trying to carry on the next part or whatever Mm -hmm. because you're trying to again like editing us talking like this, is a lot harder, I feel like, than editing uh, almost like squares or whatever. I don't yeah. know how to say it. I mean, don't be yeah. me wrong. Their editing process probably takes way longer than us. But how ours looks, you could tell when we cut. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When we do audio, not so much. Yeah, Because when I upload it to you, uh, all the podcasts, whatever, they... It's, it's a lot different because when we cut things out, usually for us to edit this way, I zoom in on something.
1: Yeah. Someone yeah.
0: talking, then it cuts to the next part. And that means a whole rant where you were <laughs> using a really, really bad word or something. Mm hmm. Or uh, <laughs> we'll talk about the Hound or something. Yes, using the Hound's favorite word or something like that. Um, Do you ever play? You yeah. ever watch Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. says it's so good. <laughs> we always talk about that. I never watched <laughs> that show,
2: but I'm watching clips. Yeah, and I'm really oh, interested. That's it's, in I told to him, it's the a great books. show. Thing. Yeah. But, uh, and he seems like the best character. Him I and um, Brawn. Mm-hmm. I like the Rogues of that that universe yeah. more than anything. I think those are the most but, compelling uh, characters. <laughs>
0: far as that though i mean or we talk about something too personal about someone's life and we're like this ain't going in so that we're able to cut around so it seems like it'd be like rough but i guess that's kind of good because you get everyone to speak and then they yeah. can pull what they want oh yeah well and nobody
1: so the great thing is nobody gets fully removed from any kind of conversation I, I at least i haven't seen on any of the shows i've been a part of there are times where like because The way we have it set up, we utilize this program where we're all present, including the producers. And the producers, they're just not seen in the video uh, recordings. Mm.
2: What do you do do it on?
1: It's called Riverside FM. Okay. So, uh, which now is becoming a lot more popular with uh, a lot of folks and trying to do like the multi-person type of podcast visual element. Mm -hmm. Uh, Riverside FM is the one that we use. And it's, it's... it's pretty seamless because everybody essentially records on their own computer. Okay. And then uh, I don't know if you guys have ever used uh, Source Connect. Mm-mm. Source Connect is another type of uh, podcasting app where like if you're, say you're in Illinois, mm-hmm. you're in Michigan, and I'm out here in Sacramento, we're going to do a podcast. If you guys didn't have software or equipment, we would do Source Connect. All you have to do is just plug whatever mic you have into your computer and it records it directly to Source Connect. And then Source Connect sends all of that to the main person okay. who's uh, set up the session. Okay. So so, same way with uh, uh, Riverside FM, everybody records, everybody gets their audio recorded, and then obviously we'll do like a a clap test to make sure everybody's on time, and then we it all gets (laughs) uploaded
0: all at the same time. Exactly.
1: Boom, 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 boom. Um, And then it just gets all uploaded to the main producer, and they take it from there, and then they do their magic. Mm -hmm. Um, So
0: I have a topic at hand that I wanted to talk to you about film-wise because you're 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 all film guy, but I'm so intrigued by this podcast stuff. Um, it's it's a lot like
1: well the, the nature of podcasting itself has evolved so much just in the last three
2: years I was gonna say
0: I shouldn't even say podcast cause yeah, like, it's, like the rogue theory like you were talking
2: about that's not really even a podcast it really feels like it's a podcast. It. when there's an important yeah. emphasis on the visual element of it it's still mostly talking cause there's no
1: audio element to it mm-hmm. like in terms
2: of like there's no audio clips that go out and that's promoted Um I mean in terms of strictly audio content things like like uh, what is it? Uh, vi- Visual essays on YouTube and stuff like that. It's mostly just audio with just pictures over it. But it's just gone everywhere nowadays. Yeah. It's well, like- and that's. I think once we decided to start up
0: again, but when I used to do it a long time with my friend, I said we will put on audio. But I like the idea. And, like, I think I talked to Eddie about how Howard Stern, Joe Rogan, all them yeah. have done things where they're there. But there's something about, like, me and you yelling at each other and that you see the emotions or you yeah. see whatever. It does suck sometimes on audio when that doesn't capture. I've said yeah, that to yeah. you guys before. I've told them that mm-hmm. him and Lucas, like, dude, like, it kind of sucks because when this happened, I gave you guys a look. No one can see that look. Yeah, so yeah. you kind of got to be aware of a few different things. But uh, <sighs> the last thing I was going to double check with you, what you thought, because I have a little issue with it. What do you think about all these, like, TikTokers and stuff? Like, the same TikTokers. It's these gosh darn gen- No, dude, it's zoomers the same. consumers <laughs> in their TikToks. It's the same zoomers. fucking dudes. <laughs> That I see that keep coming up on TikTok. Now I got off TikTok when I was in the hospital, of course. <laughs> mm, <laughs> healthy I, for you. Then I got back on it uh, when we started promoting, but I don't see them pop up anymore because a lot of them I block. Yeah, they're the ones with the news and the rumors, just like I would do. But I feel like it's half ass because all hmm? they do is turn on their phone and do it. But you know, dude, they're like eight of them went to the Spider-Man premiere together. I yeah. saw, and I don't like much of them, and it's not because <laughs> it's not because of oh, they're doing what I want to do. Of course, there's a little bit of envy in there. Yeah. But the main thing is there's not much to what they're doing nope. and they're not bringing much to the table as far as, like, why am I watching you? Yeah. I think uh, here's
1: here's the, the good and bad of TikTok. TikTok should not be the final destination. If you're somebody who's up and coming, if you're somebody who has an idea or a vibe or something you want to do, let it start somewhere small like TikTok or Instagram stories. If that's what you're doing, start there, get confident, and then move up. For those people who stay there and use that as their main platform, I mean, you're only going to get the attention of people for three minutes out of their day. Mm-hmm. And if I, mean, I don't like that content, we, I will flip right on through. We
0: all saw Vines. I mean, yeah. but look, oh, yeah. look how many Vine people are acting. Look yeah. how many... Van- like, um, God, I can't remember the black dude, but he's been appearing in so many movies. Uh, even a Netflix movie that I like with... um, Not Adam Levine. Uh, Adam from Workaholics...
1: I know who you're talking about. Well, anyways,
0: he had like a, a cool, dumb movie that I liked that was like a going back in time, dumb movie. But even he was in it as his best friend or whatever. And I'm like, that's yeah. all they took. And like, there was a commercial the other day of the angry black dude that uh, he always has a mean face, but says like nice things. Oh, yeah. He's on some like. Uh, Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was on some uh Crunch Fitness commercial. Yeah. And I'm like, all you had to do was make a mean face. And it, again, it was funny. Mm-hmm. But that's all you had to do. And, There's and, Twitch streamers and movies, man. Oh yeah. my God! See, that was crazy to me. All right, yeah. You watched uh, I'm sure you watch Free Guy. Free right? Guy, yeah. Oh my! Do you know who all those people
2: are? Oh yeah, yeah. Blew me away. Yeah. Well, first of all, I bet none of them can act either. Probably not. <laughs> Dan's
0: been in something before, but my son follows Dan like yeah. a religion. Um, we can't watch anything on YouTube um, while we're going to bed because the next clip that plays will be Dan every night. Hello everybody. Oh my gosh. Dan, you know, and we're going to do a spe- and do you know what dude, always content goes tent to- tiered for children, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> we're playing Miles Morales again and it's like I love Dan. He's a good influence for kids, I think compared to a bunch <laughs> of other shows I do not like. Um, but it's crazy cuz that's nuts. Yeah. like Pokémon all right, she's got a following. She's yeah. a she's a thick young girl. People are gonna follow her. They threw her in there, but there's like what blew my mind is they put Laserbeam in there. Yeah, my son watches him, and I'm like, I don't know if I should. You know, do I, that. Remember, I remember, I remember when
2: Laserbeam was making uh, NFL content at like 75k. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so weird that one day he just flipped, and I was like, well, this content got, <laughs> he's, got weird. he's pretty I was not extreme ready for at this.
0: times. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that's, that's well, what and I'm it, that's like,
1: the nature of the way it's going nowadays because people are starting like Hollywood is starting to see that. This is what this current time frame, era, whatever you want to call it, is interested in. This is what grabs their attention. So they'll they'll put it into their movies as much as possible. I don't know if you guys saw the new Scream movie. No. But no. in the new Scream movie, there's a podcast in there that's talking about so it's, it's it's kind of meta, but it's talking about
2: like Are you all, gonna go to Godzilla? <sighs> Podcasting and movies, man. That's yeah. That's like way too like we're trying to be relatable. Exactly. Nowadays. And there's this podcast that's in there that I I just I cannot stand. Uh, it's called the. Dead oh, Meat an podcast.
0: actual podcast is in it.
2: Yeah, I thought you meant in the movie they no, created no, no. a podcast. A podcast, like they are, are being a podcast in the movie. In the, movie. In the yeah. movie,
1: they're playing themselves I I... as they're playing a variation of themselves because it's not the actual podcast. It's called their main podcast is called the Dead Meat Podcast, mm-hmm. but in this one, there's some kind of like horror movie review podcast, <laughs> which is essentially what they are in real life. Right. I get they have no chemistry. They really cannot carry the entire show. They sound so tone deaf in their actual podcast. I cannot
0: stand that. When yeah. I hear anybody that does, for example, I'll just say uh, like Hero Clicks, a game we play here. Kids will give people stuff to open. Yeah, And these guys put no effort into lighting. Sound and they're all like, we got this, and it's just because who they know and that they're friends with them, right? Then I'm like, why can't we get it? We got the setup, we could do it, you know, we could get multiple cameras, but Mm -hmm. no. And so it's like dumb that they'll put a person like this in a in in a movie.
1: Oh yeah, I was pissed. I saw that movie and I was like,
0: what? I want to know, stupid. Was it a good movie? No. I figured it would. That's why I kind of skipped. it.
1: The movie it. is so here's the, you know it's funny. One of the biggest episodes of you guys that I remember listening through entirely was the toxic fandom one. Yeah. And that was a This great one. movie is literally, not metaphorically, not you know in in, in any sense of like a parable
2: or something. Mm-hmm. This is literally a movie about toxic fandom. Nice. And it's just bad. So it's just, bad. It's just Hollywood's interpretation of modern-day phenomenon, they just don't even understand it, and their understanding of it is so, like, it's just, well, the word would be cringe, right? Yeah. It's so It's like an old off, guy showing off up white. with a surfboard in his Here. hand and a backpack with his hat backwards. Well, it's deep Buscemi, though. <laughs> yeah, that's I was just going to say. <laughs> What's up, my fellow youth?
0: Uh, that's what, basically, I was going to talk about today is all these filmmakers right now,
2: that are so angry at the, it. They, are they angry or are they getting set up by interviewers? We gotta, no, th- no. You got to realize an interview is set up question to get a specific response. I, from you. Oh, I, oh, he's got notes. I have <laughs> No, I don't have <laughs> <the> <laughs> the got, notes. I have, he sent me a bunch of stuff. He's like, you got to do research. No, I sent him the also. same
0: thing about the quotes and stuff. Yeah. A lot of these are people just. Um, it seems to me a lot of people are bitter. Yeah. And they're like. You would be too if somebody. If you were working, but here's my thing: though. if the if these movies are so dumb, and they always say Marvel, but I think they're talking about superhero movies in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Martin Scorsese isn't that bad about it.
2: There, but there. That's what I was gonna say. it's on that list you sent I me. Mean, there are a couple directors that like. I mean. I respect what the movies they have made, and I respect. Oh, no, their yeah. I, I respect really Scott, but really Scott's uh, quotes are probably the most
0: disgusting ones. He's and the you, one who's been ramping up. Lately. And if you look up his own quotes, he is so
2: into his ego, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Can we talk about Roland Emmerich, though, and how Roland Emmerich has never made a, like, a non Schlock movie ever? He made
0: Independence Day.
2: He made Godzilla that's, as that's well. That's Schlock. That, the, the, ni- that was the 90s Godzilla or the 2000s Godzilla? Yeah, the 90s. Schlock. Godzilla. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he made. 2012, Schlock. Um, he made
1: The Day After Tomorrow. 10,000
2: BC, White House. White House Down. White House Down. Ugh. And Ugh.
1: Independence Day, the sequel. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about that one. I like,
2: oh. I like in the article you sent me, they credited him as um, uh, Moonfall's director. And I was oh. like, I remember Moonfall being a re- relatively okay movie, and then I looked at the rest of the movie, I was like, I... Dude, oof. so here's the thing. Yeah, I
1: through the lens of knowing that Roland Emmerich directed it, it's like... Okay, well, this all makes sense. Now. Well, he,
2: Emmerich directed one of the most blockbustery blockbuster movies of all time, more than any Marvel movie has ever been. Everybody complains about, oh, all the Marvel movies well, are just blockbusters. Here's the like, crazy thing that
0: I researched it about. It. Man. So he bitched a lot about this, um, a lot around when that his movie came out. Was it Moonfall? Moon what? Moonfall? Mm-hmm. The one recent one? Yeah, so he was bitching a lot about Super Heroes Land and stuff. He opened up against Jackass, and Jackass destroyed him. Yeah. Like, destroyed him. If you go look at reviews, people understood what jackass was about. Well, but even more than that. I mean, looking at that movie,
1: first off, who the hell was the production company? It was some some random chinese named company that I Hey, hey, hey,
0: no racism here. No,
1: it's I'm ju- ju- I'm ju- ju- <laughs> I just don't I don't,
2: I don't They're need- making bullet trains, so I mean, they're making movies based off of no- nations all the time. No, no, no.
1: it's the. It had nothing to do with the actual film. It was just the name of the production company that yeah. I had never heard of, like mm-hmm. some low key. So, if you're gonna have somebody who's pretty low key in in that you know tier
0: list of studios, how much did they put behind promotions? How much did they put and behind? And see, that's the funny thing is yeah. when I was reading through it that. Jackass, they were naming like the top five guys, Mm -hmm. how many followers they have, how much they promoted it, how much Johnny Knoxville, I watch wrestling, Mm -hmm. crossed over with WWE to promote it. They're saying, this guy's mad that he didn't make money, but look how much they busted their ass. And it's Jackass. Yeah. But they say, it's got such a long following, fans grew up with them, new fans will accept it because it's funny and dumb. So, that's what it's all about. And I think what this comes down to are people are old. Like,
2: you're talking about grasping, like, Scorsese is... But no, but He's like definitely, I because last Scorsese's last movie was The Irishman. The right? Irishman from Netflix. Yeah, I couldn't get to that movie. The movie's slow, it was boring, like four you know, hours, four long. hours long. Like
0: Coppola defends him, but he says
2: kind of everyone's making
0: it like people need to grow up. I don't want to grow up. I'll tell I, you that much. But I, yeah, it's
1: it's it's a it's it, a revolving door for me in terms of ar- argument wise in terms of how they see it because okay there is something that i've been talking about on my show for a, a while now and it's the superhero movie oversaturation yep. you know and my bubble j- as
2: i call it huh it's the bubble that's what i always call it because yeah. it's always going to burst it's going to be one yep. too many
1: one day it's going to be that one movie that just pushes everybody over the edge and they everyone's going to be on the same plate uh as soon as that bubble burst but it, it's one of those things where we saw it with star wars um there was literally a movie every year and there was no room for anticipation I mean going back to like back to the 80s and 70s when the last Star Wars movies came out it was like years between the th- be, uh, between them you look at uh, Indiana Jones same thing years between them back to the future you know th- when you had franchises like that that were creating movies for longevity they gave space for anticipation We're getting what three four Marvel movies in this year alone mm-hmm. yep. We had at least a few last year. We had
2: we have TV series that we have TV are, series are that are done like movies. To yeah. be honest, and with you. every other, it feels like every other week there's just the next one's out. But yeah. we eat it up. We love it. Yeah. we, we yeah. enjoy it a lot. So that's they, the thing is they've it's the gotcha of it. It's, yeah, especially it's it's very apparent with the shows. Yeah, and I talked to you about this. Marvel Universe in particular is very reliant on the other material at this mm. point. And the shows get you because they work a lot like comic books or, or manga would, yeah. where it's like the cliffhanger at the end of the episode. So you have to watch the next episode. Yeah. Even if you don't like the show, just the human need to find out what the mystery is will just yeah. keep you going, keep you coming back. You and, know?
1: and one of the things that I try to do, because it's easy for me to stay in coin a phrase in my bubble there's it's easy for me as a as a fan as a nerd as a geek as somebody who does you know all these things with different people and talk about things like it would be easy for me to stay in that bubble and defend it and say well you know what i can't get enough i need more blah 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 but as somebody but it's not
0: like you don't watch other things as well though true but but in
1: that same mindset like i have to i have to sometimes force myself to step out of that bubble And look on the other side of the conversation and be like well like Martin Scorsese his biggest thing is you know he's complaining that you know there's no room for any great movies now because everything's filled with you know the anticipation for Marvel films you know and, and to his credit there is a little bit of that I mean we look at movies that have come out and the quality, I mean, Moonfall, the <laughs> quality hasn't been exactly where we're used to it. Like, we look pre-2007 and some of the highest-grossing films, you know, we had horror movies, we had drama movies, you know, and, and at the time, if you sat through and you actually looked it up, I mean, there were probably movies that you could remember that really stood out for that year. And now, ever since 2007, 2008, whenever Iron Man came out, right, probably the highlights for just about every year is a Marvel film and that's not to say it's a bad thing that's not what I'm saying at all but I'm saying too is if we are wanting and I know for me on my end like as a cinephile as somebody who loves movies if I'm looking to continue to educate other folks on like hey by the way have you ever seen classic movies like Casablanca have you ever seen movies like you know the French Connection or great movies like X Y and Z blah 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 how can I shoot people into the right direction for the modern era at movies that are coming out if the pickings are slim and few and far between. Right. You know, and, and so I just, I have to step outside the bubble sometimes and look at it that way. I mean, of course I go back to my bubble and I'm like, I'm talking well, about,
0: I, I just don't get what they're so worried about. If they're keep, if they keep pumping out their, their shit and like Scott, really Scott says all his is great. If it's great and stuff, why let them live rent free in your head? Just well, let them yeah. make their, make your movies and don't worry about it. Your fans are going to watch your stuff mm. and fans are going to want to watch whatever. Um and but I feel like they're almost insulting us in a way because they're As, like because yeah. they say that you'd have to be stupid I think it's
2: dumb yeah. for when Batman to, to that, be in a cape a, yeah. you should be a
0: grown up by now and all these different
2: things I hear and I'm like yeah but then are we irrespective of the our grow up or whatever they're still making movies for kids so it's yeah, like you, you gotta, gotta make move movies for every demographic like, yeah. the
0: Batman that just they came forgot, out
2: they forgot this is a business ba- more than it is the, an art at this point but the like,
0: Batman that just came out I could see being Oscar worthy I can see again I told
2: Eddie I'm in the middle the how Os- I feel about it the but Oscars don't mean anything they to nev- them to them it does, it does I get to them but it's all manufactured in order because to get us to care the guy that directed uh, Birdman uh, Alexander Inoratu Inoratu I always
0: remember his name Inoratu um he he hates uh you know he made birdman was kind of like a few to superhero movies mm-hmm. and he's won i think best directing for that year yeah. i think he won for an oscar so it matters to
2: them yeah because a point but a bunch of old people run the academy yeah right True. so they're gonna want to watch the movies they want to watch right yeah. it's surprising movies like tangerine win anything that was shot on an iphone and mm-hmm. like that's like crazy but I think the biggest thing is a lot of these directors, and I think Ridley Scott's an idiot because he's blind to it, even though he has a show, is that uh, uh, all the art comes from TV. We're in a golden era of TV specifically, right?
1: I mean, everything's come so so um, consumable nowadays. Like, like you're saying with TV, nowadays, even with TikToks, with YouTube, we live in an age where people want to be able to consume their content in a convenient amount of time mm-hmm. so if you can carve out less than an hour to sit through a really great story 30 minutes maybe um i mean that's kind of why i feel like i don't know if you've noticed lately with more of the uh, the netflix documentaries they used to be almost more than an hour long each episode now they're down to like 30 minutes because right. they're
2: realizing bite size you know consumable content is the way to go and their format's perfectly set up that if you want to just go through it you mm-hmm. can just go through it you know but i think you can skip like if it's a certain type of documentary. There's ones that you can skip that don't interest mm-hmm. you at all. Yeah. Well. but like it, it's crazy because you you got shows like The Boys, which besides it being a superhero thing mm-hmm. is nothing like a superhero <laughs> thing, and you can analyze the shit out of it yeah. as a satirical idea of what modern society well, is, mm-hmm. and like it's totally different than its comic, its comic yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And but that show has real art and effort and passion put into it. You know, there's
0: a lot, and that's what people were cool. saying that uh, people that were defending it were saying. You know, these Marvel, DC, whatever, can be smart. Entertaining, you know, whatever. They're not Fast and the Furious like I was talking to you about earlier today. God. Um, I have you watched the ninth I, one? Oh, have you I, watched it? I
1: I don't I don't even no I didn't see that one. I watched I one. watched
0: it the other day and I want him to watch it with me. I told him I want to have us record it or live stream because so many things happen in Fast and the Furious. You're have always you like,
1: seen all the other ones? Yeah, uh, yeah I stopped at five. Okay, well so. they're all like.
0: Qu- everything's questionable of course
1: i mean the only good one, one out is all these the first one.
0: First be, one's good second i'm okay with but all the, the first rest and are really third dope.
1: one are probably the ones i like the most i never
0: watched tokyo drift i, think. It
1: was, I mean because it didn't have anything to do with any yeah, of the original it drifting yeah <laughs> i guess uh, <laughs> uh it's, it's cgi called. pretty much no but uh, oh my god it, just uh, on that conversation on i cannot i fucking cannot stand the Fast and the Furious franchise. I can't stand the Fast and the Furious franchise. I can't stand the Triple X franchise. I can't stand- I get what they're doing because,
0: again, people are going to come. It's just like, I like Am Sandler movies. Oh, I'm pretty I, sure I, they I, are in the theaters. I like Am Sandler <laughs> movies. Everyone hates Am Sandler movies. I like Am Sandler. I will go see his bad movies, and I will somehow- so you'll
2: go see Jack and Jill?
0: No, Jack and Jill was god-awful. What about but,
2: Hubie Halloween? I loved Hubie Halloween. He likes bad movies. I can see that. He likes Power Rangers. Uh, like the, the remake Rangers, of Iron Rangers. Oh, wait, are we talking the movie? Or are we talking the movie? The, the remake of the, the movie. The, the movie that's the, the, the remake. Yeah, the one from the, one the most recent.
0: Oh, I'm sweaty.
1: Oh. Yeah, it's just the, making sure you're okay. The one where they,
0: <laughs> the one where they have the alien technology and all that, right? With, with Elizabeth Banks as Rita. Yeah,
2: as Rita Repulse. Uh Yeah. Fuck you guys. What was the line in that movie? Was there any? The red, yeah. There's one good line. Oh, and oh, I spiked.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's you. You like the part where he slaps the guy, and he's like, "You slap me? He's like, Weird, huh? Weird, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you like that part.
1: Um, well, that's because it's from that dude from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. He's he's. Dude, I thought,
0: those dude, kids I, mean thought that, I thought that. I thought that cast was awesome. So screw you guys. But yeah, a lot of the franchises. Is these
2: Stranger Things, by the way. Yeah. I'm a I'm an eighties whore. Another good golden era of TV that
0: just, <laughs> you know I'm an eighties whore those, everyone tells me I need to watch. What it. is it like there, this is the fourth season or the third season? We're on the fourth, fourth season. Fourth is about to start, so I plan on trying to watch.
1: The first it. two seasons are money. The third one was okay. Um because it it kinda goes through like eras of eighties. Mm-hmm. So the first one's like old school eighties, second one is like right before you hit uh the John Hughes era. It's kind of you know the, the third season is that John Hughes Kind of uh, uh, sixteen candles, kind of vibe, right. and then uh, we're gonna get this next one coming up. It's gonna be interesting, but uh, you should check it out. I, am
2: I'm, I'm going to like he like talking <laughs> about Ridley Scott. Like I, even, that's what I was saying. Golden Era TV. Ridley Scott made a is producing I, a good show. I, I've been with trying to watch Raised um, Raised
0: by, raised by wolves. wolves. Raised by Wolves on and HBO. it's just to me, it's like this in the beginning, but I'm catching the drift a little bit because in the beginning, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. But this is the same guy
2: that's like bashing other shit, and I'm like, that movie was. But do you know what I I mean? I, that shows may also made on like nothing of a budget. It has like one he, filter over he, it, and it's just filmed in the one, desert. <laughs> but it's the writing is great, the acting is great. They're not big two names. Seasons and, out already, right? Yeah, six episodes he, each. He uh, he produced it. I that's think he it. might have directed. That's it. It's so. about a. Uh, I think it's about forty-five minutes per episode, not taking into consideration the. Uh, Credits right. at the end, yeah, but yeah, uh, it's it's fucking out there. It's dude. Disney Plus style, is what you are saying. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but you would <laughs> you would never ever put that on Disney Plus. It's crazy. Mm. It'll have you watched it. You no, I, haven't I, watched I, it. I, I've watched it. I'm aware of it. I haven't had a chance. Yeah, to see it. it's, it's so crazy. If you like, weird. if you like high, you know, like. If
0: you like getting <laughs> high, no,
2: I, I refer to like things like Lord of the Rings as high fantasy. Okay, I would refer to this is high sci fi where okay. there are clear sci fi concepts. Like I think. I think the alien movies, outside of being horror and action movies, are high sci-fi. Yeah, everything's very like nothing needs explaining. Nobody needs to explain how the science works because it's all understood. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just like magic, right? Yeah. It's everything's understood. It's like Star Trek. is high. Is is the pinnacle of high science. Yeah, uh, high sci-fi. So I mean, if you like that that weird stuff and you like a lot of really yeah, really good weird. practical effects, like they do a lot of practical effects fucking that are just really trippy. I gotta check it out. It's so trippy. Um, uh, yeah, it'll it'll send you on a roller coaster for sure. You cannot do any kind of <laughs> I, drugs and watch it. But I
1: think though, uh, th- part of us as consumers for a lot of this content, I think the biggest thing we have to do because obviously, here's the thing. Yes, they're old. Yes, they are probably
2: <laughs> I, stuck in their ways. That's why I think is what like do it, you consider an old director? I guess th- their ages. I looked them all up. They're all about seventy to eighty. Yeah, and say anybody. You, Denise Vill- uh, Villeneuve. Villeneuve is how you say the last mm-hmm. name. He's only fifty-four. And I mean, I've loved his last three movies, which mm-hmm. were Arrival, Blade Runner, and Dune. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm.
0: that he, guy is like kind
2: of had a little bit against uh, Marvel too. Actually. But that's what I'm that. saying. He's but he's I would say on the younger side of directing. Yeah. And he easily could take over like the Scorsese yeah. role of our
1: generation. Absolutely. You know? I think. I think. I think the the old godheads of directing, I think, are the ones that are really kind of. Speaking out more, like like you're saying, with Martin Scorsese, with Ridley Scott. Um, I think though, us as as fans and like talking heads of our group of our community, I think one of the things we just need to continue to perpetuate is that number one, they're not going to change, and if they're not going to change, number two, we're probably not going to change either. This is an opinion. Ultimately. Yeah, it's an opinion, and that's and then going to the consumable part is that that also speaks towards. With that mindset, we are capable of separating the content from the creator mm-hmm. and just enjoying the content for what it is, leaving out the creators, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now obviously if it's like, oh fuck, he's a kid diddler or whatever, you know, then obviously yeah. you're gonna boycott I mean, dude. Kevin
2: Spacey ruined like
1: oh, my God. some of my favorite movies. I am literally How- I literally had a conversation the other day with my girlfriend. I'm like, you know, you should see Oh no, Kevin Spacey you know but no you should also oh,
0: shit. well i'm like watching baby, 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 Driver's baby driver is a weird like, that's oh, my baby i'm like no
1: right <laughs> in in the post context of it all it's like what does that mean <laughs> and it sucks because he's such a great actor yeah. and I, I was funny. showing somebody the other day uh k pax and Dude, i
0: could never i never got into it is it good I, have you seen k pax no it's like an alien is.
1: right he's like he's like uh he's like this alien that's come to earth and uh he's trying to explain to this psychologist played by Jeff Bridges that you know Ooh. he's not crazy he's the just dude the dude, the dude. he's like I'm just somebody I'm just here to visit I like visiting Earth I travel on a beam of light and this this, and that and but the stuff that they start finding out about him it's like p- there's partial truth to what he's saying but there's also some kind of psychosis of the person that is currently there in the room mm-hmm. and so it's it's a roller coaster kind of ride but the fact that it's Kevin Spacey it's like I feel kind of torn and like I loved I loved this movie growing up. It was one of those movies that you could just turn on and you're like, oh, cool, you know,
0: sci-fi it, shit. It's like you can't change it though cuz it's weird. It's like Chris he
2: got too involved in the Crispin Frank Wall- the Frank uh, what Frank West? Frank uh what's his name? The guy from House of Cards, he yeah. got too involved in being a politician where he got method with well, it's it. Like, you know? he started like I said, like kids. Crispin
0: Wall, you can't <laughs> deny he has great matches mm-hmm. as a wrestling fan, but it's like he killed his family. Yeah. So you well, don't you don't want to really show people those matches, but when they true. come on you're like, oh, it's just weird with all these
2: bad yeah. things that happen with famous people. How and I, and
1: I feel like like that's because of the the severity of the situation, but also the more truth that's coming out about it and
2: with and it feels
0: like we don't even know everything yet exactly There's more and
2: more that's going to come Not out even close you don't even know we don't even know like five percent of it right yeah because like most of the studies haven't fully been fleshed
1: out quite yet but like i feel like in that in that sense like it would be okay there are great moments for chris manwell because it was genuine at the time right whereas kevin spacey's, spacey's
0: we been, don't but
2: we don't know where it started was it, it started always?
0: in the 80s yeah when well they that, say that with brian singer
2: too uh bill cosby they said Brian Spring. Uh, I mean, Brian Bill Spray. Cosby, finding out about Bill Cosby ruined a bunch of people's childhood. Yeah. Right? Because no. that was the father figure. And now, oops. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, they said, like, Brian Singer would throw parties with just, you know, dudes and stuff. And yeah. that's, that's how that Colossus was, supposedly got cast. Uh, the first Colossus. The first Colossus. Yeah. Um, that's why he didn't get asked to come back to replay him again. Did you, right? got, did you read that article
1: about that one guy who's finally coming forward and telling everybody about his, you know, dynamic relationship with. Aaron Carter? No, I for, I forgot. What <laughs> I've the seen guy.
0: so many videos with Aaron Carter lately. Pop up on Facebook. Oh my
1: gosh! No, this this guy came out and was like, you know, hey, I, you know, I had this relationship with uh, Brian Singer since I was eighteen. You know, oh, he I,
0: was a, he was a groomer. He was a horse. Yeah. Groomer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, Drake
1: <laughs> and or, Drake. What? They, they looked at the guy and they showed picture of the guy when he was that age, and he looks like he's fifteen, and he he pretty much goes into like full detail about. How, as soon as he turned 18, Brian Singer would invite him over. He would fly him out to LA because he was in New York at the
0: time and this, this, and that. And I mean, what Brian Singer did are usual suspects. I mean, yeah. iconic movie, yep. cult classic damn spiked again cool excited about how yeah, cool no it's was. it's an amazing film and it's crazy oh, energy now it's crazy i'm back my nipples <laughs> brian singer <laughs> got him going uh, yeah he diddled I mean okay that might not make it in there uh but yeah so it's just weird are for we me are we liable for that i don't think so <laughs> yes you are cool i i think i <laughs> i think it's not cool though because that was the dumbest thing I could say. I think it's not cool what they did. Mm-hmm. I think it's not cool what they did. I don't like what they did. No, <laughs> but think? it's, it's what, what sucks. It's not cool for me. Yeah. Uh, I love so much of what people have done, yeah. and then they fuck it all up for me.
1: Yeah, it's it's the dynamic of you're looking at our history within you know movies and, and TV series. You know, I mean, Brian Singer's known for doing a lot. I mean, same thing with uh, Joss Whedon. You know,
0: dude, the Joss Whedon shit—I can't shake, man. I don't want to believe it all because I love Joss Whedon so. I—I I,
1: I mean, I—I mean, he's I also a comic
0: a, book writer. I yeah, the Asanian X Men was a great fucking run. Well, and and not to mention, I mean, he
1: made one of the most high—how'd uh, you call it? Uh, high uh, high sci-fi, high sci-fi type worlds within Firefly. Firefly
0: is god tier of a
1: TV show, <laughs> exactly. Too. And he created that. And I was I was showing my girlfriend's uh, kid you know firefly and i was like out of everything that's going on i'm like i cannot tell her that joss whedon was the creator of this quite yet until we get through it because i don't want her she she's already uh knowledgeable about everything that's going on right. i don't want to get have that get in the way of her enjoying a goddamn fantastic well my piece thing of is cinema.
0: my thing is i know i don't want to defend him so much but i feel like a lot did come forward. I don't want to defend him, him but <laughs> I feel like a lot did come forward, but I want to hear more like live interviews to hear people's perspective. Just yeah. because how much I didn't expect that from him. Like yeah. he was so woman power even with Buffy and stuff like that, how he wrote it. It's all him. a facade. It's, it's could, just a shield. It, it, it could yeah. have been a hundred percent. But like I said, he was so about women. Like yeah, I mean he in created, a positive way.
1: He created strong female characters who were very like who are very powerful and, and very dynamic. I mean, between Buffy, you got, well, they were Zoe. happy how
0: he brought Kitty pride, uh, back into the limelight with the, Colossus, with the story. Colossus storyline. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he did a lot. So it was hard for me to believe, but it does suck. Cause a lot of people, but the people that were coming forward have been not acting as much. So that made me kind of go, okay. Kind of like the cyborg thing, you know, mm. cyborg had me kind of on the fence because he's not really getting roles right now. You know, I don't know. It's, it's all weird. Yeah. It, it's a, all weird. Thing, but well, you just hate the cyborg guy, so no, he I, I I don't care for him that much. But his part in that movie made it a better movie. Yeah. Yes, like, his
1: his part in the Zack Snyder cut.
0: I hate the Zack gonna... Snyder cut because it's too fucking long. When you yeah, get the Robert part Ayers part in, cut
2: of uh, suicide, suicide Squad, ball. oh my god, I'm I, really afraid that that will be refused. I I think I saw a tweet that they're still trying to get it. I mean going. they re- they will. <sighs> Sorry, it pisses me off the Lord of the Rings shows. How how it, how old? It, uh, it's
0: your. Ladies' kid? Mm-hmm. How She's uh, 15. Oh, Jesus. I thought I was going to be around my son's age, like nine or something. No. So my, my son, speaking of movies and how they're trying to, you said superheroes, they're trying to kill the kids. This Batman, I don't think is for kids. No, no, without a doubt. Batman in general, in terms of a modern I, interpretation, I, I've is I've not for kids. I've had uh, families walk in and say what Batman do you recommend? And I'm like, usually the children Like go, the animated series? You go can <laughs> animated, not, not even, even the animated I'd say the Batman the Brave
2: season. and the Bold is where you want to turn kids to. Like, Batman the Brave and the Bold com- com- fucking great.
0: Comic-wise, Batman's a pretty
2: horror-murder-type mystery Yeah, He used guns in the first couple of comics, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 He killed people. Mm-hmm. Dropping people off of... Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, I think he kills people now the way he punches them. I
2: mean, he straight-up kills people in Zack Snyder's version of him. Oh, okay. but Just no shooting doubt. people. But, like... Crystal
0: was like, you think Logan can see it? And, like, you know, the first opening is Riddler taping the guy's head up. And Mm -hmm.
2: beating him. Well,
0: first beating
1: his head in and then taping his head up. Yeah. Then
0: I was like, "Um, I don't think you go watch this. (laughs) Uh, But do you think that for all these directors that are saying this and that, do you think that movie goes against what they're saying? In terms of, like... How they're viewing superhero movies.
1: I feel like we're getting more to a place where Marvel... And and possibly DC if DC can get their shit together,
0: we're starting. Are, you see, today they announced they're pushing like everything back. Oh, did they? Aquaman, Shazam, everything got pushed back.
2: Why?
1: All I know is they the only thing I heard was that it. Black Adam was going to be opening at the same time as Avatar Two.
2: Mm. That's what I had heard that Who's they were going to. Be... Okay, okay. Who's going to go see Avatar Two? I'm
0: not. I'm not. I, I don't it's know been, why how, how many years care? almost ten years. That
2: movie is only impressive when I watch it because of the special effects at this point. Mm. I give zero shits about the plot of that movie. I think now the special effects have caught up, though. Also, I have a thing for Sigourney Weaver. Do you? Yeah.
1: Mm. I mean, Alien 1. You mm-hmm. know yeah. mm-hmm. 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 Uh <laughs> But I feel like the more and more we're moving and progressing, I think Marvel and the heads over at Marvel, Marvel, like Kevin Feige and all them, they're starting to realize they gotta bring up the tier of the quality movie and not just bring another comic book character to life and have an adventure like it's got to have substance it's got to have some sensibility to it that it can pair up with you know any other great movie that's being released at this time and I, I feel like we're getting there like with Matt Reeves what he did with the Batman I, I we talked about it on our show not too long ago and and the on the film and the movie itself is just it's a masterful work of writing mm-hmm. and and filmmaking like even the whole efforts of what they did to make the film look like that right like they filmed it digital and then they ran it on actual physical film and then they re-ran it digital to get all that kind of weird focusing and ig- stuff like that yeah and and that's that added a lot to and it and for
0: me to get a real 7 zodiac
2: vibe in a batman movie was what you kind of want to see
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah but it doesn't mean that they're gonna do it well it's the first
2: time yeah but the fact this this Batman I feel so great because is the best interpretation of a holistic Batman right yeah is when we get the Dark Knight like mainly the Dark Knight right right that's a Joker movie yes it's not a it's a Joker i told face movie. That's, a, that's a Joker it's not a Batman movie. none yeah. of those movies are really Batman movies because yeah. Batman's very shallow like Christian Bale's
0: the Batman, him him
2: the detecting he does is he just uses a computer and it's yeah. like. Well, oh, this one was weird that he used the contacts. I felt were weird. Those are cool, though, because he could share with Zoe Kravitz and yeah. then see through her yeah, eyes. She threw, him,
0: she threw him in the sink. Mm-hmm. How did she get the other one later on? She just on? took it with her. You think so, that's what yeah. we're going to go with? All right. Yeah. Director's cut.
2: There you go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, yeah, what? I need that scene in <laughs> the movie to be good. I need that scene. Well, it's like the whole like. Uh, what we're going to start
1: that bring the Reeves cut or
0: whatever. Ebony <laughs> Ma, they're like. Ebony Ma made the uh, they duplicated the Pym particles. That's how they came, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing everyone got upset mm-hmm. about. But I don't know. Like I said, this is one that I feel like those directors can't really argue against because it feels like more. It's a superhero it's more film, cinematic, but it's cinematic. Yeah. yeah. Can you think of like what were the last like few superhero movies or superhero anything that you think people could take more serious?
2: Uh, Logan. Oh yeah, Logan's the biggest example. It's easily the, in my opinion, of all of comic movies, it's easily
0: peacemaker though. uh, I think in terms of of
2: cinematic, in terms of what we're talking about, in terms of making it to the academy, I think Logan would have had the best. Are you just looking at the way it's filmed for cinematic, just in general storytelling wise, all that? Is Logan is clearly the. The one that would appeal the most. I, like you I would could, have to agree. But the problem is look, with Logan. In some aspect, you can just swap the characters. Yeah. But that's what you need that's to do. That's what to I make told you. The problem can. with
0: Batman is like I can swap all these characters out, name them differently, and it'd still be that. I don't of a think movie.
2: so. I feel like it would. I don't think so. Because I, I like, think Gotham as as a, as a at this point Gotham's a I character. I feel like they haven't painted Gotham yet. Gotham is a character. Dude, did you see the the fucking house they lived in? Mm-hmm. That's the weirdest, and it looked so cool. And then that's sort of what. I feel like the Batman in the MA series did is they gave Gotham that personality of just being oh, well they weird they, and gothic. Yeah, and- they emphasized on
1: the whole gothic aesthetic. Mm-hmm. itself in the cartoon mm-hmm. and it emulated every part of it from not only the way the buildings looked and the cars looked but also even the way the characters looked and their
2: stature the way Actually, men and women were made maybe it's Tim Burton that probably did it first because that movie came out before and Tim Burton's is very True. very dirty yeah. but they Gotham is just a too. shitty Danny place Elfman's. to live Gotham is just a shitty place to live dude rent's gotta be so fucking low there <laughs> Yeah, and your but, insurance has to be out of the roof though oh bet, hell yeah I bet it's like feudal feudal England they're just throwing shit out the window oh, and yeah. just into the streets and stuff. oh god but, um, the fact that like it kind of leaves us in this that, that movie just leaves you in a position to go anywhere with the universe is nice and that's what I like about DC now is it looks like they're just gonna do what they want Yeah, which is the best thing to do. He's like they're just making Shazam 2 Shazam yeah. 1 did really well we're just gonna make Shazam 2. We're just gonna make Black Adam we're just gonna throw Cyclone in there and mm-hmm. Adam Smash in there for no reason alongside I don't know Dr. Fate and, and Hawkman and I hope that that leads to more stuff yeah. because there's so many cool weird characters specifically in the DC universe that aren't in the Marvel universe. Well, that's, the yeah.
0: pro- that's the problem is it's Marvel <laughs> Marvel took the risk a long time ago putting like guardians out there. And DC did nothing like
1: that. Oh right? no, they did. They did the Suicide or they did Suicide Squad. But before that. But you no, know, before that no. But I I mean oh, the the my thing is ears that are sweaty. <laughs> I feel like with with the right directors and the right writers you know that's why guardians was so you know successful and popular because they had a great visionary with you know james gunn mm-hmm. and the writing staff how, who was how'd you it.
0: like the suicide squad with james gunn the suicide, the suicide squad. squad whatever it's called I don't know. <laughs> it was good i liked I had, it i had a lot of issues with it there's things i did like but there's a lot of um in comparison to what we t- were what yes. we were presented yes.
1: prior to and that's that's how i have to look at dc That bubble, going back to what you're saying, that bubble of what DC has come. Now, obviously, in comparison to other cinematic films, yeah, it's it's lacking in a lot as well as even what they're offering in terms of its comic counterpart. It's also lacking. But in terms of what their progression in creating actual engaging and fun cinema, I have to give it to them. They actually did it. And I, I I was engaged in it
0: One thing I'll just give to him Is they brought Starro to life And I didn't yeah. think They'd ever be able to bring Starro it's I mean, a hard.
2: Polka Dot Man Polka Dot Man don't. was fucking
0: amazing I mean, <laughs> I mean got, he had the best backstory King, Out of King the whole Shark, fucking thing
2: Shark We got like All the weird characters Peacemaker I was upset At the end of it Because I was like He really changes Goofy but he's given And it's shown in Peacemaker though, too, that right. He's just given well, full, They needed James, another thing To fix it for me But though. James Gunn's I don't like given Full but I run it. of the universe yeah. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants
1: He can and do no wrong And I think that was The biggest part prior too Is that the execs at DC and Warner Brothers were holding so closely to this, you know, hopeful cash cow that they wanted to make sure what was put out was exactly in their eyes going to be successful. Now that they have a actual capable director, they're looking at somebody and they and they saw what they did with, you know, with Zack Snyder and mind you Outside of that four-hour time frame, if it had been cut down to a more palatable, maybe two hours, I think somebody's going to
2: cut it. I think somebody's oh, yeah. actually going to cut that movie because they're focused a lot on cyborg in the story. Well, well his, his story. story. First off, for. First off, Give me another Snyder cut, but don't put it in a fucking square. Like yeah. give it to me as a full that fucking full screen cut. Like, unless
1: you're gonna give everybody like IMAX size themed, you know, theaters and let them watch it like uh-huh. that, there's no point no. in doing it that way. If I wanted to see that, go back
2: to the nineties and watch Fox Saturday afternoon movies. That's the problem Snyder, he's up his ass too much. True. He I'm loves his fan, he loves his cinematic weird shots and like I just think once you watch three hundred, you just have seen every Zack Snyder movie because every show Dawn of the Dead's a little there, different there are so but still there are so many slow-mo shots in mm. um ba- and all Batman yeah. and Superman all sure. those movies sure. just excessive amounts and these weird turn cameras that yeah. look like they should have been done with a dolly system instead they're done digitally and stuff yeah. and it just ugh didn't and he, he do, always puts a weird light on stuff didn't Why? he do Sin City? no um, I thought he did Sin City let me just look up all of Zack Snyder. I wanted movies. to see
0: Robert Rodriguez but I don't think he did mm-hmm that's blowing my mind right now that I can't think of. I'm like Frank Miller did it, but no. Oh, I know he did. I'm like that's, <laughs> that's, that's a the comic. writer.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's just Sorry, it's it's crazy to me that he he made Watchmen, which I really enjoyed, and then oh, he yeah. just applied that logic to to everything else to DC. To, yeah. Yeah, Do you want pretend. a
0: blue tin on it's everything? Not even.
2: But like that movie's way more colorful. Than any of the yeah. DC stuff has ever been, right? Yeah, and that honestly, it's way more comic accurate. Did you ever than watch the DC Watchmen stuff. TV show? Oh yeah, is it good? That was fantastic. Really, never it, watched it. The, the great thing about the show is <sighs> that's fully inclusive. He made the Guardians of, G- of Gahool. Gahool. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's his cinematic masterpiece, Magnum Opus. I thought it's an owl. To CGR, owls. Oh. About owls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, the great thing about the the series, the only season that's out, and it's only one season so far, is that it. It's it's a full, complete story. Like Think of it like anthologically within the Watchmen universe. This is one story,
2: and it it's it's a great story. But they get easy. I was talking to Ernie. They could did, you it, also, did you find if you, who directed no, it? No, I didn't do it in Sin City. Oh, you
1: Jesus might be right. I, be right,
2: right. Um, I don't think it is. But for some reason, I thought it was. I was
1: I'm going to doubt myself. I don't think it is.
2: I was talking to Ernie at this point. You it's could, just all his people, I think, were in it for some reason. You could bring... The Watchmen stuff into the DC universe at that's this point with DC. It's like they can do anything they want. Well, they're just making. They own all their characters.
0: They're just they making so a much. Green
2: Lantern show. And who do they choose? The fucking weirdest two you could choose, right? They choose. Who was it? Uh, uh, Alan <laughs> Scott and Guy Gardner. It was Frank Miller. Frank Miller directed it? Yeah. That's
0: weird. He wrote it though, right? Yeah. He also drew And I wouldn't <laughs> have him direct it. That's weird. Um, I was weird. I now. mean, he
2: drew what? The Dark Knight. Returns, right? I'm really no, trying he to get the, he yeah, the wrote He wrote him. He wrote him. I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, he did drum. Oh yeah. I don't like his art at all. He I, drew to too, to When they animated it, didn't mind it at all. Yeah, Looked fine. Mm-hmm. And but. honestly, I like the Ben Affleck suit still. Mm. There's just something chunky about it, and he looks like a linebacker dog. Chunky. It looks he looks like he's in a body cast. He would need to be in that armor to fight parademons. I'm sorry. Aquaman 2 uh, Dude, Hey I like the Aquaman movie He fucks fish You know that right <laughs> Fuck you
0: Barry You see the guy on the red carpet asked him yeah. Hey And he's like What kind of fish was it And he's just like Fuck you Like
1: <laughs> 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 I mean, he came back and, like, fist-bumped the guy. Yeah, he like, yeah, that's good.
0: Well,
2: you but, seen that picture of him sneaking up behind Henry Cavill, right? Yeah. No, he
0: seems like a guy that enjoys being a superhero, playing the
1: part. Well, I mean, oh, he I just like seems like a guy I mean, who just seems to just enjoy life in general. I mean, the guy's over here posting on his Instagram and whatnot, and, you know, he's throwing axes, drinking beer. I, I saw and that, all he yeah. did
2: was start with riding horses and uh, sacking and raping and pillaging. Game of Thrones. No,
0: he was before that. He was on, like... <laughs> some space not space yeah but what's that Babylon he's, 5 or I'm pretty shit.
2: sure that put him on the map right <laughs> yeah. he's Cal Dre I mean it's not, not like not he's a, great acting in. That. No, it, was, awful. it went from
1: that one to him doing his appearance in Conan the
2: movie and then he fought mm. Stallone with the axe I forgot bullet to the head he's my uh, he's my current pick for Gideon still Plains, we had to cast planeswalker we had to cast a magic movie mm, I That do be cool. I don't know <laughs> who would have <laughs>
0: knew us back in 95 98 where we're at now like it, it,
1: it was a pipe dream, to be honest. Like to to see what we saw on TV and all the shows we saw, and you know that's why I am singing that <laughs> earlier. And and everything else we had like presented to us as the future. Number one, we're not even close. But we're still further out, yeah. if that makes any
2: sense. Getcha. You know, and and we made quite the leap forward. Not as much yeah. as we thought, but way more it than feels like every re- year like something like new.
0: Back I, I, then, we waited like five years for something. My buddy's right
1: about CRISPR. I've learned the game plan though. For the next 15, 20 years, it's got to keep watching
0: The Simpsons. That's hundred percent accurate.
2: Uh, I am a subscriber to the belief that if you if you throw enough. Shit at the wall, it sticks eventually. Like, uh, th- if so you throw that, enough darts, you'll hit you'll hit the mark at least once or that's twice. That's true, right?
1: but someone has actually gone the extra so mile, they went
2: through time,
1: and actually counted out at least eighteen times where the shit stuck really close.
2: Yeah, it's and creepy. They've it's like really a lot creepy. of Simpsons. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like Matt Groening either has he's a TARDIS. Y- yeah, he's either got a TARDIS or he's got some element that lets him see into Bill the future. Bill Ted's
0: yeah. phone booth, something. You know, DeLorean? I mean,
1: I mean, I don't know, like, because we got the new uh, season of uh,
2: Futurama that's yeah. going to be starting to get John, developed. He
0: already knew that was coming. Yeah.
2: Yeah. John DiMaggio. So I don't like on. that he was
0: holding out, though.
2: That he wanted money that he deserved, that he's an artist and an actor like anybody else, but that he deserves pay. Made he him. made the character. He The character didn't make him. I guess. Get out of here with that. <laughs> you give no respect to voice actors.
0: No, oh, I love voice actors. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> but it's nice for them. They just get to show up to work in their pajamas, they say, and they yep. just chill. Yeah, but yep. they
2: still deserve money, like everybody Yeah, does. no, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and if you feel like you're being underpaid for your role, I guess. this guy is Jake the dog. This guy's everybody right? I feel like Marcus Phoenix.
1: I feel like voice actors are like porn stars. They have this one part of them that if they fuck up, they'll never be able to work again. Mm-hmm. So...
0: I wonder how many ensure their voice. Oh, they have to. Like no okay. doubt,
1: they have to. I I know there's a guy in uh, LA that I work with uh, for doing some of the VO work. With our, is it the our voice audience? guy, the John John Bailey? Is it? He's is the it. one who does like honest trailers and all that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, in a world. That yeah, guy, yeah, Uh he, he actually is the guy who did our intro for I our t- I
0: messaged him that. He did something, and I was like, hey, I think you did my buddy Eddie's intro. He goes, I do a lot of people's intro. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's super
1: busy. And and whenever I get a chance, I'll ring him up, like, hey, uh, like I actually sent him work with a, a friend of mine who works for NRG, uh, the esports league. Mm-hmm. So I sent him up that way. But like having his stuff, and um, I forgot my train of thought. Uh, no voice acting yeah (laughs) Uh, cocaine's a hell of a drug that it is Um, I know he has his voice insured because he's not only doing stuff regularly for uh, what is it Screen Rant but he's also or whatever channel that is I think it's Screen CinemaSin
2: Screen Crush I can't remember it's one one of the million yeah
1: but he also does his VO stuff outside of that for you know his own. Personal I wonder how game. one
0: gets into that. I feel like you'd have to be lucky to know the right people and stuff to get into that. To get into voice acting and stuff. Okay,
1: going back full circle. TikTok <laughs> has this as this guy who's a voice actor, and he goes, you know, I've been doing this for so long. I figured I'd show people, and he literally goes through like the steps on his uh, TikTok page in different videos of how you can start out as just something that simply fits your regular voice. Put it out there on uh, Fiverr, and then move forward from there. And uh, and it seems like a legit kind of thing. My
0: wife just had me do, like, uh, uh, book reading stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, for
1: Audible and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: and it... Wait. I got no emails, <laughs> so...
2: You can read? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine. I can't imagine you doing any voiceovers or anything. Penthouse I, forum. I, I you have gotta not slur. I have got to say things correctly. I have a lisp. At he, he says things words. so incorrectly, it's like he's trying to say them incorrectly. You
1: know what he could do? He could go on Fiverr as a Seth Rogen impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> or as a, as a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I
0: could do <laughs> just that. <laughs> that's a technical foul. Remember, you're proud of that that's when a I did that. Technical foul. Do you read any leaks and stuff? Because that's really big for me. I like leaks. I. Here's the problem.
1: If it's juicy enough, maybe I'll see it. But I try to steer clear. I'm not going to say
0: anything.
2: I oh, I'm not. I hate leaks. Like, he always. I, wants to I love about it,
0: it because, like me and my cousin, who's helped me out on here a couple times. This dude knows comics back and forth. He knows a lot of shit. Um, we grew up together. We're like brothers. Um, so we talk all the time, and he loves it too because, and he's a big Doctor Strange fan. Mm. So Doctor Strange, he basically knows the whole movie now. Me too, because we compared everything. And literally when the trailer came out everything we saw happened in the the leak and these are people that spoiled spider-man mm-hmm. and everything was right someone's working at marvel fucking them over basically but um, i
1: mean if you're gonna get paid for it i mean people are paying through the nose for information nowadays right you know do you i don't know if you remember back in the day when uh uh what the fuck is his name he 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 used to go by the name el mayembe
2: Uh, Is it Doomcock? I was about to say Doomcock. That's a Star Wars guy. The guy who uses those Star Wars spoilers, his name is Doomcock. So every time I hear a show talk about the new Doomcock spoilers, or like like an article that says Doomcock, I'm like, what a... That's a dope-ass This
1: guy, he used to have all of the scoops, like legitimate he used to have... A, so, he started out with a website called Latino Movie Review.
0: Oh, I remember that website. Yeah, and then so I always thought mo- it was weird that it was called Latino. Like it's it because it's him. I know, but it felt like I was going to go to a site that reviewed Latino shit. You know what I mean?
1: Like in the latest novella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maria said no. Um... And he went from there to creating. <laughs> told him it was so bad. Uh what, what did he? He came out with something else after that, another website, and he and it's still working today. It's still going on. And then he went. He to doesn't go, get in trouble, caught anything? No, he like just has he, a source. Oh, he's he's got a solid source. That's always like every time he's gone out with a with a leak, it's always been on the money, and the, and for that time. And then he went to go work for the Rat. Uh, and then I guess the rap kind of put a little bit of a lid on him sourcing out stuff like that as much, but he still gets it and he posts it for his other websites or gives it to his other teams to post for their websites. See,
0: I, I like it because again, like I tell everybody, it's like me reading a book and I can imagine that'd be cool if it happens. Watching it and reading it is two different things for me. Mm-hmm. Like what I read that happens up in Dr. Strange sounds like it would be amazing mm-hmm. if it doesn't happen, whatever. If it does, I'm so excited to see this in live action. Yeah, that's it nothing more nothing less it's not going to kill me if it doesn't it's going to make me excited if it does yeah. but other than that it's not ruining the movie for me like that's like I think someone was telling me my friend Mark was saying that his dad reads the last chapter of the book before he reads the book and I that's, read the la- that, I'll read the last page that's sometimes. weird to me mm. but I get now what they're saying because it's like this build up to how did we get here or whatever so I guess that's kind of similar cause that's how they compared it but yeah
1: I don't. Know. I, and and I mean I have to agree with like your logic you know it being stated as like in the script oh this is how it's supposed to go and then them actually filming it i mean for example i mean i don't know if you've ever seen the the story behind uh back to
0: the future but oh my god yeah
1: yeah and so how like it was originally planned in script and it's, how it's uh, a nuke in the fridge a nuke in the yeah and a complete like did you uh, know that no oh my god yeah there was supposed to be this huge like nuclear and, they, vir-
0: and they held that for an indiana jones mm-hmm. movie
1: yep and uh, you seen that movie
0: uh, for the King of the Crystal where he skull? saves himself in a fridge. Yes, I have seen the King. Of that's the how Marty skull. was going to send himself back. Marty. They're
2: using a fridge, Marty! right? A fridge. We was got go A fridge, right? Yeah, it was a fridge. A fridge was their time machine. said mm-hmm. so they fought off terrorists. Marty. Dude, that's Marty. the weirdest scene is when they just have like terrorists there. It's like, t- did, did they they go the fighting? United States just let terrorists in back <laughs> in back yep. like the fucking nineties? Yep. Yeah, fully yeah, the automatic. This is like what the Clinton era. Clinton was the guy who put the SR. No, in Clinton wasn't there. They talk about. Uh, is it Reagan? Bush? Reagan.
0: It's Reagan because that's when Doc's oh, the mo- like
1: the actor? Doc. Doc. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: we're in the eighties. <laughs> Who's <laughs> the vice president? I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> what? He that's did why Rick his, and Morty. That, that's when his little uh, his son. When he has the long sleeve and they almost hit him in the car, he's like,
2: I'm walking here.
0: I thought that was the...
2: That's wow, a famous uh, scene of the... I can't remember yeah. what the name of it He's got the Mint, cowboy uh, hat. night Cowboy. There we yeah, go. Uh, Dustin Hoffman. That's real, though, Dustin right? yes, Hoffman. And uh, he uh, almost gets hit and he yes, really doesn't. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes, yes. Sorry. Yes. Just talking about Marty McFly gets me. Yeah. I love fucking Back to the Futures.
1: But uh, I, going back to the whole uh, with Doctor Strange, it's one thing for us to read it and see how they're anticipating it, But once it's in the can, everything's fair game. Like we they may change up shit right at the last minute.
0: Right right now, like far as me and him reading things, I think even Declan knows, like there's been so many reshoots. Once the three Spider Man's blew everyone's fucking mind, they were like, everyone's ready for this stuff. Can we
2: all say we knew about Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. The, it's like the the tightest held secret. Well, Andrew Garfield I, just kept lying about it and why, lying yeah. about it, That's just why like, Ryan, no. Run-
0: Ryan Reynolds, they like, are you in the new Doctor Strange movies? Like, no, no, I'm not.
2: I can't. No, I'm not in it. And I'm like. Yeah. I mean, he wants us on Disney Plus. Did you ever see that Free Guy, the trailer they had as Deadpool and Cork yeah, watching the yes, trailer?
0: It's amazing.
2: Free Guy was pretty good. Free guy was, yeah, it's good. I, I just, my, my wife hyped it way up for me.
0: Uh, but she knows. I like myself a little bit of Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> a Damn little man. So
1: then okay, that's my so idea about Going the way, back so that. then going back <laughs> to the conversation about directors and movies and Marvel films, I really feel like with what we're going to be seeing from this year moving forward, we're going to see a higher element of cinematic, you know, quality to a lot of these movies. I mean, if we take a look, we were just mentioning about, you know, the Spider-Man movie. That movie cinematically, as well as, you know, comic book-wise, was fun.
0: It was very enjoyable. But now,
2: do you think... It's a first ever, right? Do you think (laughs)
0: cinema, you know, like followers, which I believe, I follow really great movies, I think, but that's me. Um, Do you think they would enjoy it? Like a movie snob that doesn't like superhero movies?
1: I feel like like we got a really great uh, taste of that in the most recent time. Like going back to your statement, Logan fucking fantastic I would put that against any Oscar movie that year and give it that element you know because it was just raw it was real the writing was perfect you know even visually the blocking and and the the filming style was great recently we get that with the Eternals now I'm not I didn't like that movie Personally, I'll be the first to say it yeah. I didn't like it. I still haven't watched it's it. It's very slow. Man. It is very slow. All these
0: guys keep talking about slow. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was. But True. I think it's because everyone downed it so yeah.
1: much. Well, yeah, the the level of anticipation for it was not as much there. And as it's all
0: characters that we don't nothing.
1: Well, though. see, that's that's the thing that goes back to having a solid director like James Gunn do something where, like with Guardians of the Galaxy, nobody had a clue. It came out and blew it away. I,
0: I've told everybody the exact same thing is when you left, you remembered every character's name mm-hmm. and you could have called... I said this, so Declan's going to be like, you said this before, but you could have walked out saying Gamora's my favorite, Drax is my favorite, Mary Poppins is, Mary my, Poppins favorite. is my favorite, mm-hmm. no one would argue with you no. because they're all good in their own way. Yeah, and I, I think
1: with the film, the, the directing behind The Eternals, it wasn't as high of a quality as like guardians of the galaxy in terms of its engagement but the story element was there and there was a lot to for people who are used to reading like the like the old gods and things like that with you know jack kirby and all that with uh with the eternals people can find that allurement in the storytelling aspect and i feel like within cinema that's something that people feel is lacking most in modern day marvel films it's it's all show no story and you take a movie that's got no show and all story, you know, it, it's gonna draw in that particular crowd because I know I know a few people who will argue to the death that the Eternals was a great Marvel film. I don't see what they're talking. From about. From what people
0: are saying and talking about, and the cast looks like, it would have been a better TV series, like the Inhumans, not like the humans <laughs> on Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, same way, I think well, Winter Soldier. Uh, Falcon mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it but yeah. I felt like it was a it should have been compressed into a movie and it would have been a better mm. um, flow yeah because I think the flow was really off for me in that but I enjoyed it for what it was and because I love the chemistry of the yeah. guys oh yeah but I think if you compressed it to a tighter story and made it a movie it would have been a lot more accepted I guess you yeah. could say it would
1: be a lot more easier to consume mm-hmm. because instead of every week waiting for the episode you just have this
2: one because there's things that work like that where you